0: It was never in doubt. We're down 22-9 with the Patriots. And the Patriots fumbled a ball through the end zone for a touchback. Your guy, Damon Harris. Nice going by that guy. And then Texans, they did that self-punt off the back of that guy. It was a I fake, didn't see fake that punt. when it happened
1: until later. I, I, yeah, Dude, I actually didn't see that until you was a, brought that up, and I looked for it later. Yeah, It was a
0: fake, it. fake punt. They were trying to, like, yeah, draw I him did. offside. Then they faked it, and then they were like, oh, we're going to kick it anyway. But then the guy was too, close, too close, close to a line of scrimmage. Yeah. So he, he hit the guy's helmet on the way. It was a self-block. They got a field goal out of that, but they were still down 10. And then they tried a 56-yard field goal on fourth and four when they were just, like, killing the fourth downs, which was killing me. Oh, he's that. aggressive.
1: That's the last thing you want to see is with your 10 point favorite in, 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 in Survivor, have the uh, underdog be super aggressive on fourth downs.
0: They they made four out of four. But then for some reason, they did that fake, fake punt. And then they uh, imploded when they tried a, a fourth and four, 56 yard field goal, which was not never, wasn't even close. Then the Pages got the ball at midfield and they needed that field position. They weren't, you know, they're not the Chiefs or the Packers. They need all the help they can get. And they barely got it done on a third down. They got like a good touchdown to Hunter Henry. And Nick Folk is the man, by the way, it's not just Justin Tucker. Let's give it up for Nick Folk. Two 52-yard field goals, four for four. He had a bad knee gun in that game. What a beast, Nick Folk.
1: So here's the thing. I, um, we, we were debating the Vikings and the Pats last week. You were leaning Pats. Uh, I turned to a couple of my consigliaries, and, uh, and I, we decided on New England. They, uh, they, they had me uh, They were pretty adamant on New England. So I went back with you after thinking, and I'm like, I'm good with the Patriots. Then about three hours after that, it breaks that they're going to be missing four of their five offensive linemen, possibly. And I email you and then you write back something like the die is cast or something and it was already in. So my only complaint to you, and this is my, well, I would have accepted responsibility, is with so much money on the line, let's wait till Saturday afternoons, guy. Let's get I don't, I don't, I think, you, no,
0: I think there's a penalty. Like you got to pay more for Saturday, Friday afternoons. Well, oh, when you due. didn't
1: do that, okay, well, let's at least do it Fridays.
0: It was Friday no, and
1: time, but this was Thursday night, my time. No,
0: it was Friday morning, my time. And I was leaving for the weekend for like right, Heather's okay. 50th birthday. So I was not going to be, I didn't know what the internet was like. I I can give you the, the link though. If you want to log in with our login. And, and yeah, the, I did pay for the, the, the extra second.
1: for our super contest picks. So like, I don't, those aren't due till Saturday. Maybe, five, maybe mine's not, maybe, maybe we did too.
0: Yeah. I don't know if the no. proxy, I don't yeah. know if they, you know, it was a hundred bucks for mine. When I went down to circuit. You well, yeah, because you got career. a combo
1: deal, though, yeah. But well, so the thing is, I'm just saying, the more info, the better, and uh, yeah, with but but still, whatever. The line didn't move that much. It was like what went from ten half to a eight point, a half yeah, or whatever. Nine, no, it was maybe, like a point,
0: yeah, nine and a half, yeah, yeah. half to eight yeah. and a half yeah. to eight. It was a great pick, and uh, the Vikings
1: nearly lost. I mean, that was a did, I mean, wow. By the way,
0: that- I switched because of the line move. I switched the one in your pool to the Vikings. I did too.
1: It's the first time I've separated from our uh, Vegas one as well. In both my other pools, I went Vikings. And you realize what helped us in that Vikings one was the going for two. Dan Campbell going for two to go up one with 33 seconds left. No way, Zimmer uh, even attempts to not play for overtime if the Lions do not go. I understand the underdog to go for the win. They weren't going for the win actually. They were sealing their own fate.
0: But why though? Because if if they oh, if they
1: get your point there. It's a tie game. And Cousins gets the ball at the twenty-yard line with thirty-three seconds left. There's no way they're all super aggressive. They're, they're going
0: to overtime, but then we're 50-50. Yeah. But we were less than 50-50 after he makes the two.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm, we were. Like, right, right, I, I understand mean, that, even, saying, even that even that fifty-four-yard
0: field goal was probably at best oh, 50-50. I, know. I Not know. I'm let saying, alone I'm getting add... in the position.
1: Right. No, totally. I, I got what you're saying. But you're still, glad the way time is a ten-point favorite. Oh yeah, no, I hear you. I, I would have preferred Campbell not go for two there. I'm just saying, in hindsight, right. it worked out for the Vikings backers. Well, of but course, because we won Monday night. Monday night, the Ravens were. What, what, did you see that stat with Frank Reich? Or whatever they were up when they were up that many in halftime, it's just a joke. Like 160 it. and 0 or something, but whatever. The biggest comeback Lamar Jackson's career. I mean, my yeah, my wife had had them on Monday night, so it was like three just absolutely. I think you said dead to rights uh, that, that turned around.
0: You want to be on those teams because it's like saying like, well okay, the Vegas had like an 80% game or 75% game or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I got unlucky. The 25% came in, big deal. And then you watch the game and you're like, dude, you got so lucky, I can't believe it. But it's like, yeah, but you could say the fact that the game even went that way in the first place was bad luck, whereas like, you know, the Bucs, they were only like 80%. And they're like, yeah, you just had good luck. It went the way, the normal way where they're supposed to win. So like the whole idea of like, oh, you got lucky, you got unlucky. It's like, oh, you mean once the game got to that point? Yeah. I mean, with the Ravens, when we got the kick, of course we were like one in 500 to win when it got to that point. But in general, that wasn't a bad pick. It was, you know, 23%, we had pot odds. Like, so like the whole luck thing is just dumb because like the fact that the game is even, you know, you don't know which team's gonna show up flat or not flat. Like that's just the NFL. Like it just, it goes like that. So, so I I used to be like, oh, those lucky bastards. I I had Tampa, but then I would lose the next week and those lucky bastards keep winning. And I was like, the more adversity, the better. Bring it to me, man. We're a team of destiny, man. I, I can't be shook by some adversity. I'm not scared to go and take a pot odds play. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. I don't care. And we were dead twice and the Patriots were dead. It was ridiculous, but I know we're a team of destiny. So I knew they were going to win. Then I was you were even tweeting
1: mid game. What are you saying? Like this just builds character.
0: Yeah. I was already like, you know, spiking the football when they were down 22, nine in my heart of hearts internally. Did I lose faith? Was I was like, Lord, why have you forsaken me? Even Jesus had a moment of doubt, but the point is we're still alive. And I'm I was thinking about that private jet we're gonna charter. You told me last week you're yeah. gonna ride back with me on the way back to Lisbon, and then you'll hang out here for a couple of weeks or whatever. You know, bring your family or whatever you want to do. You know, maybe we'll go to some resort or something like that. You know, we got three mil each.
1: Have you seen? See how many people 10, we're not last week. I'm guessing not a ton.
0: Well, I mean, nobody except like those random weird money launderers who, you know, forget to get their pick in. But that's <laughs> it's uh it's good, man. It's already paid for itself in terms of entertainment. I should actually look. I didn't check how many were left because I'm sure it was like 20 people got knocked out. So
1: Good times though, no doubt. That was super exciting, yeah, for yeah, sure. And then fun. I'm like conflicted after the Vegas one comes through. It's like, am I running against my other Survivor pools and the Vikings, even though there's such a slim chance they right. really are going to win, but it's 6 million. I mean, it's pretty
0: funny. And it's not a slim chance. First of all, it's a $2,000 entry. That entry, now it's like 2,300. That's worth right. as much as the winning of the other pool. Plus like, yeah, you win two grand. It's not life-changing. You know, it's cool. Yeah. You'll, you'll get yourself something. Six mil- you know, it's not life changing yeah. for me, obviously. Yeah. But it's life changing for you. The yeah, real man yeah. doesn't care. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah. It's yeah. just more digital Bitcoin. It's just more, it's just a little digit on the wallet, you know, it's a couple more. What's the yeah, difference exactly. at this point yeah. with this, this worthless fiat? Yeah.
1: All
0: right. Let's yeah. go through these games quick and Survivor yeah. and get to some other stuff. I got a couple things. Let's do this quick. All right. All right. Bucks minus seven at Eagles. Uh, I, you took the Eagles. I took the Bucks. I don't feel strongly, though. I wouldn't use this. How about you?
1: Um, I would have used it if you liked the Eagles, but I won't fight for anything. But, um, I like, I like the Eagles set up here. Their defense is underrated and hurts. I don't understand the hate on hurts. I keep hearing how what I, the guy's completing 65% of his passes, 7.5 YPA, better completion percentage above expectation than Brady Mahomes, Allen, Stafford. They've had six touchdowns called back. I don't get the yeah. hate on him, both in real life and fantasy. He's just made it. a lot of
0: boneheaded plays, missing wide open guys, throwing the ball away on fourth down. There's just been some like head Well, scratchers. The end result
1: has still been really, really good.
0: All right. All right. Well, the Bucks have a bad secondary, too. But I was. No, I think I was, the
1: Eagles could win this game. I, I, yeah. I like the. Actually, I mean, I would use the Eagles. They're like the only other one uh, that I marked, a couple that I marked down. And, well, okay. Well,
0: bookmark it. Bookmark it because I won't fight so, you that hard on it. Okay. okay. Dolphins minus three and a half in London against the Jaguars. I really like the Dolphins. Maybe Trevor Lawrence shows up, but I think that uh, uh, the Giga Chat or Bourbon Meyer, whatever you want to call him, got a huge break with the whole Gruden scandal. But that almost made it worse for the Jaguars because now he's going back to his nutless monkey ways. And uh, I think Dolphins are going to crush them.
1: Yeah, we can use him, no problem. I don't like Brian Flores last week just punning to the goat. uh, Like, it was just so annoying. It's crazy. Jacksonville doesn't have a field goal this season. That's the first time in NFL history this far. Um, But I think this is maybe weird and anecdotal, but I feel like the London trip, coaching matters more. And, you know, Meyer's so bad. So, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, Dolphins. Awesome. Okay.
0: Although the Jacksonville players have been to London quite a bit because
1: it's that's there. a good In point. There. It's a good counter. counter. They have yet to win like a matchup between winning teams and it's like our 20th year or 20th yeah. matchup there or something.
0: Anyway, we'll we'll table those two. Um uh, all right, Texans plus nine and a half of Colts. We'll take the Colts. I don't really want this one. What how do you feel about this?
1: No, I, I don't want it either because okay. I'm gonna probably push for Survivor with them. I'll have enough.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Bears minus four and a half at Packers. I took the Packers. You took the Bears. I mean, Packers minus four and a half at, at Bears. I like the Packers to to beat them up, but again, I'm not going to fight for this one. You're on the Bears. Did I do
1: well in staff picks last week? Because in fantasy- 11, pros, 11, four and
0: one. 11, four eight, and one.
1: There are 268 people in fantasy pros and I'm 10th and against the spread picking every, every game so far this year. So I might as well say it now before it all goes down. You wow, they must be doing bets, shit though. Horrible in best bets, though. I'm 5-0 and um, 0 in
0: best bets, so that's uh, all that well, counts.
1: <laughs> it really should be all that counts, but um, yeah. Anyway, um, where are we now? Yeah, I took Bears, but I don't feel strongly, sure. Okay,
0: Chiefs minus seven at the football team. We both took the team. I don't want to touch the uh, – the team is is crappy. I don't like them.
1: I don't want to touch it either. I do want to load up in DFS. These teams have combined for like more than 80 points over their implied team totals, uh, their opponents this year, TJ Hernandez stat, I believe. And then the KC Chiefs are allowing worst yards per play in NFL history, 7.1 yards per play. The next worst team, the lions allowing 6.5. Wow. that's bad. Chiefs
0: defense. Yeah. It's very bad. All right. Vikings minus one at Panthers. We both took the Panthers. I, I don't like it though. I I actually felt like I wanted to be on the Vikings and this line just got so extreme that I had to take the Panthers, but I don't trust Darnold. I think Darnold is the, is the Jets Darnold. I think it's the same guy.
1: Yeah. I'm a believer in the Panthers D, but I'm with you. A stay away game could go either way. We'll come down to the end.
0: Chargers plus three at Ravens. We both took the Chargers. I would use the Chargers. I think they're good. I think the Ravens defense is bad. They came off that dramatic win. I would take the Chargers here.
1: I wrote down the word "stay away," but uh, but I did take the Chargers. Uh, dude, Lamar Jackson fifth in passing and eighth in rushing. In no, no, Lamar That's Jackson is is bananas. Insane.
0: He's bananas, yep. and he's getting he's gonna. They have a bad defense. They have no running game besides him, and they have good receivers mm-hmm. this year. So you know he's he's gonna be QB one is coming gonna be a
1: miraculous comeback too. Yeah, it's fine if you want to push the Chargers, no problem. Okay,
0: I'm not gonna push him, but we'll, we'll table maybe. put it there. I'll do okay. Maybe. okay. Bengals minus three and a half at Lions. I took the Bengals. I, I I made the line three and a half, but then I felt like the obvious was to take the Lions. And even though the Bengals were such nutless monkeys, uh, I just felt like it was the contrarian thing to do. So I took them.
1: I, I took the Lions and this is on uh, my notes say, I think I'm on the wrong side here. Uh, right. Just, okay. Like, the Bengals are good, man. They're like, they're really are neck and neck with the Packers last week. I don't care if they didn't, uh, neither team impressed. Um, Yeah, I think the Bengals could roll on this. I don't feel strongly at all. That's when I regret. Jamar Chase is like off to a a historic start, not just pretty good for all the drops, but like historic start for rookie receiver
0: yeah no he's he's killing it uh all right rams minus minus ten and a half at giants you took the giants i took the rams this is not a usable game we don't even know who the quarterback's going to be
1: i have plenty to talk about here because you yeah and you're right up you're like i guess in fairness to you the line does look, maybe assumes that danny dimes is out here but you're like unless dimes miraculous miraculously recovers and i'm like why would it take a miracle? Literally, Teddy Bridgewater just got concussed and played the week after. And of all the people who knows better about concussions, like who cares if he fell down after? We've heard Stefania say that. No, the no, no, it's of, the there's opposite. zero, zero. Yeah, it's,
0: with no, that. that's the no. I know yeah, that that's theory. false. Yeah, here's what she argues. She argues that even if the guy's unconscious, like it doesn't have anything to do with the severity of the concussion. You know, you a guy cannot lose consciousness or lose, and you can't just tell by that how severe it is. And I would always say, well, if he was unconscious for a week, do you think that would uh, be a sign of a severe concussion? And I think she had to admit that if it was a week or a month or a decade, we must conclude it was a severe concussion. And And that's
1: wobbling for one second. I mean, those are a little bit different.
0: uh, He was like a drunk, you know, trying to figure out his way, you know, find his keys. And he was, it was bad. He's already
1: completed. He's already in like three, the third of five phases. He's anyway,
0: maybe miraculous is, is, uh, I just, as a giants fan after Barkley, senselessly.
1: I want you to talk about last week because that just gave me Niners flashbacks. I mean, what a joke! I Barkley and DFS, uh and I took out Tony. in my I don't even want to talk. Yeah, it's a joke. But Barclay by the way, immediately gets hurt Tony's the home. man.
0: Tony is what you hoped Ayuk so would good. be. Oh, Tony so is what good. you yes. hoped Ayuk I was, would yeah. be. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. guy is like a joystick, so and and he's like the Elijah Moore across the Brandon Ayuk in one player. That guy's oh, yeah. so good.
1: No, was, I said it last. I picked him up. He's like the one guy I'm horrible at fantasy. Like looking ahead. But right. two weeks ago, I looked, I'm like, this guy, who knows all the injuries? Yeah, I didn't think he'd look this good. Well, now who knows with the volume, but Galladay's hurt. That's just insane that Galladay got hurt. Andrew Thomas was already out. Both the receivers were out. Barkley immediately. And then the Danny Dines thing. I mean, that was just ridiculous. Dude, It was
0: the number four pick from 2020. The number two pick. I'm not talking about for the Giants. I'm talking about overall in the draft. The number four pick from 2020. The number two pick from 2018. The number six pick from 2019. All out. Then their $72 million signing receiver. He's out. Then eventually, uh, Canary Tony, real man, punched that dude in the face, but he also was hurt. That's the the 21st overall pick this year. And then they lost, you know, they're already missing Shepard and Slayton. So they basically lost their top four receivers, their running back, their quarterback, and their left tackle. All, you know, by the, you know, all of them except Tony until the, before the first half and then Tony in the second half.
1: Yeah, no, Great. Yeah. Embarrassing reaction by Joe Judge, though. I thought that right cross would that definitely would have knocked down either uh, Fury or Wilder. I don't know if you saw that. I, I, missed I didn't see. I, I didn't see. was crying about the Giants loss. I was crying, so I, I didn't yeah. watch it either. But Tony, the right cross. Oh, yeah, that guy got. He's awesome, man. He really is really, really good. It's not just the volume, the receivers going down, because supposedly he's like a really raw route runner. Like he's just out there doing it on instincts. But man, he's the, he's a great. looks like a He looks like Tyreek Hill,
0: but with set, like more yeah. more wiggle, you know, it's. He's ridiculous. He's already
1: second most yards after the catch or something behind my guy Debo. It's like, yeah, no, he's he's balling. I I, I think Danny Dimes is a threat to play this week, and then they are a threat to win that game outright. So right, and the I Rams' no late, body that
0: clock game fire. coming across. If Dimes plays, it's a problem. For I, I wouldn't You're touch it. Not even good would,
1: defensively, let alone not like last year. I mean, the Rams Yeah, and the
0: Giants show up for games, and it's just you don't want yeah, to get Darius, in a situation.
1: This Darius Williams guy is out. They're one of. Graham the Gano can
0: hit a 55-yard yeah. field goal to win a game. I mean, he's dangerous.
1: Aren't they getting yeah. healthier like Shepard back too?
0: Yeah. I mean, they need Andrew Thomas. I mean, if they're just down Barkley really and Galladay, they have enough depth at receiver, they'll be okay. Dimes and the Andrew Thomas would be big. Uh, the, and those I those would love
1: guys. Giants at 10 and a half if Dimes plays. So it'll I'll go down to seven. Dad. It'll, it'll be, go down yeah, to seven. It'll go down
0: It won't go. It'll, I, I probably should have taken the Giants just because I was just assuming he was out because I was like, the whole thing was so catastrophic. All right. Cardinals plus three at Browns. I would use the Browns. I just think. It's uh, you, you took the Browns, your best bet. So we'll use them. I just think it's time for the Cardinals to lose. It was time last week, but there were just like that, like fourth down they couldn't get. And then, like, just a couple of like little things here and there. But it wasn't like it was in range. The Niners could have won that game last week.
1: Oh, definitely. This feels like the, the time to be on Cleveland. I mean, the Cardinals going to cover every week. Um, but again, you should fade my best bets. But uh, I liked it even better when I, well, obviously. But I thought it was two and a half when I sent it into you. But it's still fine. You know, Kyler Murray, I heard you guys talking briefly about it on XM. But it looked like his his biceps kept getting massaged throughout the game last week. And he badly had his underthrow in the second half. It's possible he's a little banged up. Um, How about the Cleveland game, them combining for like 89 points last week and OBJ getting three targets. It's so weird what's going on with Beckham. But um, I, think I, don't, Browns I don't know. Will run his I don't way. know.
0: I, I don't think Baker Mayfield's that good though either. I just think he's a guy. Uh, I mean, I think like he's got something to him. He's got the swagger a little bit. I don't Separate think he's. Shoulder, uh, I don't. Oh, the, but it's the other shoulder, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but it still might be affecting deep throws. I okay. mean, the guy's a harness. But anyway, he might not be good. By either. the way, the guy
0: has a cannon for an arm, Baker Mayfield. Like if you ever see him unleash a throw, like I saw him throw a hail mary it was ridiculous. Raiders plus. So we're using the Browns. Raiders plus three and a half of Broncos. I think the Raiders, but I I don't. I have no real interest in this one.
1: Me too. I took the Broncos, but who knows, you know, with the Gruden and stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough one for me. Do you have any thoughts on, on your guy, Gruden?
0: It sounds like a 12 year old trying to make like a, uh, a juvenile taunt. Like it's like so stupid. I wonder what he said about Mark Davis. If he's just like speaking like that to And who was the email to like the, their football team Allen. GM. Yeah. like yeah. Bruce Allen. Like just, yeah. he probably knows they probably know each other. They've probably gotten drunk together or something, but it's like, if you're that loose, like about your emails, like think about the emails that are in there. Shitty probably talked about the owner. Shitty probably talked about, you know, and not just him, like there's probably like so much stuff in there before people were like being careful with their emails and they thought it was private. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to you know defend what he said. I don't know the expectation of what they thought the privacy level was and what the actual privacy level is a huge gap. I think people know in 2021, that like, you just don't send emails that you don't that you wouldn't defend and stand by anymore, and so he got burned by it. I, you know, I don't know what else, else to you say. Know, I mean, like, it's
1: yeah, it's, it's also just crazy to take a step back that uh, you know, they're off to this crazy start where they were undefeated, beat three teams that have won 10 games the year before, uh, b- built a house next door to Derek Carr, year 3.5 of a 10 year, 100 million dollar deal, right? And now he's just gone. I mean, it's just right. yeah, just you know, the blink of a I mean, it's it's uh yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I can't. I have no idea what to make of like the locker room effects of that because I mean, that's pretty pretty unprecedented.
0: It, it's just, and they just yeah, they rip him out right in the middle. And I don't know if the if the team likes him or didn't like him or it's hard to know like what they really thought. The other weird thing about Gruden is that you know he was a good coach. He won a Super Bowl, but before that, he took the Raiders to the playoffs a couple of times. It wasn't like he just inherited a Super Bowl team. He he was also already a good coach, and then he became a broadcaster for a bunch of years, made a lot of money. Uh, and then kind of got that John Madden shtick. He was like the new John Madden and became kind of a goofy celebrity. He had commercials and stuff. And I wonder like if he's still the same coach, like he just kind of became a caricature of himself. So I don't know what the loss will really be. I, you know, I thought he did some good things with the Raiders, some stupid things, but let's pause for a word from our sponsors. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to make of that cluster of a game, but uh, stay away. I, we shouldn't waste too much time on it. Uh, Cowboys minus four at Patriots. I took the Pats. Uh, P and Al on the show made a good point. He's like, what do the Pats do well? Like I, what aspect of their team on the field is even good? And then the Cowboys do almost everything well. Uh, but I'm just like, you know, McCarthy laying forward in New England. I just wasn't going to go there, but I don't necessarily want to use it.
1: I like the Pats, but um, that, the, the Cowboys defense has been the real deal. But um, I don't know. Obviously, it didn't look great last week, nearly life and death with, uh, with Houston. But maybe I'm overrating home field advantage here. But it feels like that was where I, I, I take Belichick in the points as a home dog.
0: Yeah. But as Piena said, like, what does the team do well? On I the field? like I- it's like nothing. All right. Uh, Seahawks plus five at Steelers. I, I just snap called the Steelers. I was like, Geno Smith looked OK, but it's Geno Smith and the Seahawks are a bad team without Russell Wilson and the Steelers' defense is still good. Those guys are healthy again. I just think the Steelers are going to crush them. But you took the Seahawks.
1: Oh, yeah. I would have used him, too. It feels like everyone's going to say that Russell Wilson is very important to the team. And he obviously is. But, um, I uh, yeah, I like I feel like the Seahawks feel here. But um, would Najee Harris be a top five pick right now in NFC League? Yeah, easily. I
0: don't think so. Because I think you got Kamara, Eckler, Henry, Devontae Adams. And maybe, maybe right Aaron there. Jones, Aaron Jones. Oh. I mean when
1: Okay, I'll do it. Najee Harris, Aaron Jones bet, PPR.
0: Let me see. Let me see where Aaron Jones is. I'm not don't don't get all excited. I'm not like this is just like off the top. I think it'd
1: be like fifth. I think he'd be like fifth right now in, in a PPR league. He just gets all the vol- look after week one, he's been a monster.
0: Yeah, Aaron Jones. I'm just looking at his
1: and I would even I mean I would probably do it. I guess Eckler's been pretty good. Who's the other one you said?
0: Henry. And, and then Devontae Devon
1: Adams are, are the clear two, yeah. Well, Camara. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I might take that bet. I think it's very close in PPR. I'll take Camara. I'll take PPR yeah.
0: Kamara versus Harris. Yeah. You want to do that? That's
1: I'll do close. that. But oh, man, but, so you won't do the ones you already. Well, now we're talking just two players. So I think I, I think my point stands, though. It's we're talking, we're arguing if he's the third player off the ball.
0: Well, board. A- Aaron Jones is pretty close too. Aaron Jones, he did have that three touch, four touchdown game. He's only got one other touchdown. He's got five total. But Aaron Jones has gotten, you know, 14 carries or more. So we can do that uh, if
1: you want. I'll do that after one. that. I'm not.
0: That's like a okay, okay, flip. It. It's for okay. like me. It's Okay. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So that's
1: not interesting Seahawks, to me. Seahawks, no yeah,
0: problem. Yeah.
1: Seahawks could get blown out on a Sunday night game. This is a pretty bad one. My Niners are the week after I'm going to be at that against the Colts. And they just announced that they're not going to flex that one because those are two poor records too. But yeah, not ideal without Russell Wilson in prime time.
0: Bills minus five and a half of Titans. We both took the Titans. I like this. I just think Bills just avenged the AFC championship game loss. It was a huge win. Everyone loves the Bills. Titans look kind of crappy, but they got kind of a bye against the crappy Jaguars last week. They may, you know, AJ Brown's getting healthier. We'll see about Julio. But I just thought it's a great spot getting five and a half at home. So I made the Titans my best bet.
1: Oh, sure. We can use them, no problem. I kind of want to fade both these teams, but totally, yeah. This the Titans have been playing solid, so they get it done. Um by the way, Derek Henry, I know there's an extra game, but on pace for 2,600 plus yards from scrimmage and 24 touchdowns, trying to become the first running back in NFL history with three straight 1,500 yard, 15 TD seasons. What a beast. He's not really getting the PPR like the last, the targets have kind of yeah, gone away. Yeah, slowed but, down. But wow, just what a monster. I don't yeah, have him I, much either, by the way. I was worried about him entering the
0: game. Well, I've I I've got Zeke and, and, uh, and Taylor, who... They've been fine. I mean, They've been good. I mean, I'd rather have Henry. I'm not going to lie, but... Yeah, I, I feel like Taylor's going to get the, the Texans. He's going to couple of Jaguars. He's going to start smashing. Yeah, and I enjoyed yeah. your
1: debate back and forth with Ted Bell. Uh, with Taylor. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I think he's going to, I'm very happy with him. I and mean, he's just so good, is the thing. And the fact that Wentz looked okay really made me feel a lot better about it. But yeah, I mean, Zeke also, you took Zeke. Zeke's been just fine. Team looks great. Um, and you could also talk about him over Najee, too. I mean, it's not crazy or Taylor. Um, it's Najee's volume is ridiculous. And friggin' Barkley, I loved Barkley, but then he got hurt. They're, they're all those guys are doing fine actually. It's not really that. I don't feel like I regret it too much. Uh, yeah. But Eckler, Eckler was my big miss too. I I was like, man, I don't want him in the first yeah. round. And oh, especially yeah.
1: he had like hamstring injury right before the year too. I was like, and, and
0: I was like, he's not gonna get enough carries. But a he is getting. He's gonna get like two hundred, not one fifty, like I thought. And it's gonna be he's just Kamara twenty twenty is what he is. He's yeah. getting all the touchdowns. He's getting all the catches, and he's getting enough carries. It just it's like you know he's gonna maybe be the one one if he if he holds Herbert's up. good.
1: I mean, Herbert you know, awesome. Herbert's yeah. good.
0: All right, so we got to get five games. Let's uh, let's go.
1: Yeah, I wrote down five, but that would be a couple question marks too. But definitely Cleveland and Tennessee and Miami. Yeah. I'm fine with
0: Cleveland, Tennessee, Miami. And,
1: then and then I know what, you like the Chargers and I like the Eagles, so we'll look at those spreads. You say like if the Bucks are given seven and a half or something, I will fight for that. You know what I mean? If it's uh, so. that's fine. You like the Chargers?
0: Other, I like the Chargers. That would be one. That's really it. Actually, I didn't like that many games. It's also two, there's two, you know, two games are there's four by teams that makes we it a little tighter. We can
1: do the Pats up. too if you wanted to. We could talk about. It too. We'll talk I'm not a that. More. I'm not and okay. out.
0: Kind of it was like okay. it's yeah. like a brand name Belichick thing, and you're you're like basically thinking it's a good deal just because of the brand name. I don't know. Coach.
1: Matt Jones kind of moved the ball down the field though, didn't they? Actually, he's all he's all right.
0: He's in. okay. He's okay, but it's going to be the Cowboys are a much better team.
1: Cowboys All right. are good. Yeah. Cowboys are really good. I mean, Kellen Moore is called, I mean, they're good. I mean, they, they are yeah. good. I, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, but real quick survivor. So if I talk, obviously I'm pretty clear where I'm leaning. I worry Danny, obviously it depends. If he plays about, but if Danny Dimes plays, if Dimes you know, does not goal. play.
0: Yeah. I would go Colts. I haven't said that okay. in my article. I, if, okay. if Dimes doesn't play though, which we might not know, but we might, he might be getting ruled out. Right. Then we then what do you prefer? The yeah, uh, usage talk- rate is about the same.
1: Oh, okay. Cause yeah, I was looking it looked like a lot more Rams, but I could be talking. That's I'm fine. If you Or I mean, Mike Glenn is Mike Glennon. Yeah. He's a big neck as most, I know about him, but um, yeah, I'm fine. If you want the Rams, if he's ruled out, Danny Dimes ruled out.
0: Yeah. We, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. If Dimes is ruled out, I think there's a strong case to be made for the Rams. It's going to be hard for the Glennon giants to beat the Rams. But yeah. um, I think in our pool, more people are going to be on the Colts because I think, and it's, there's a little noise in these, we get to week six in office football pools. There's restart pools. I think in ours, people are going to want to save the top teams and the Rams are a top team the Colts aren't. So they're going to want to use them. That's the only thing I'm a little worried about. And especially if dimes plays, you may have a pot odds situation where you want to pivot.
1: Yeah. Detective Davis Mills kind of woke up lat. Maybe, you know, maybe he is going to be competent. I mean, I, I don't know if he's,
0: I don't know if that yeah. was a fluke, but he was yeah. good.
1: And you keep pointing out the, you know, they're playing five quarters, a bad loss on Monday night football. I know it's uh, extremely I mean, short turnaround. You turn do love that setup, but um, I like that they we, lost though. I do like that they lost in their seasons on the line. I mean, they need to win and they,
0: they do. Not, they do. And Wentz like woke up too. I don't know. It's not great. Anyway, we'll talk about it. The dimes injury really changes a lot of things. I think if dimes is out, we take the Rams. I think we'll get yeah, a pot you know, odds boost too.
1: That's too bad, dude. Dimes is man. Dimes is looking so good. Dude. I
0: know, and Barkley too, and Andrew Thomas, The line was playing better.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, we'll see in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, they're all back. So, NFTs a couple... or
1: anything else? Well, actually, sports. Before we move on, can I just say okay. one thing? But we only have about uh,
0: twenty minutes, so I don't want to get know, too much into. I know. Okay.
1: I just want to say I uh, pat myself on the back because I played this well. Uh, I didn't hedge my Giants bet until last night when the Dodgers were suddenly plus two ten in the series because they. Were, yeah. How I mean, much I you put I, on? Um, so I got two to one. So I got, i win a thousand bucks if the Dodgers win the series. So you put 500
0: play. on the Dodgers. Right.
1: Um, no, a thousand.
0: A thousand. So you win 2,000 on the Dodgers.
1: Yeah. But so, which means I'll profit a thousand. I have a thousand dollar bet at 50 to one. So I have 50 okay, grand. I see.
0: But point, you'll be so really pissed to get 2,000. You'll really be pissed to get the thousand. Although you'll I'll feel good about more, your decision. I'll
1: never be more mad to win a thousand dollars. But you'll
0: right. be happy about your hedge decision. You'll really pat yourself yeah, the on head, the back. The hedge, the-
1: yeah. But man, the Giants series is, well, man, so close. Uh, game five. I uh, haven't gone to one. They made parking impossible. And I don't want to sit through them el- getting okay. eliminated tomorrow, probably either. But okay. that's all I got for sports. So the floor is yours, man. Whatever you want.
0: So, okay, a couple things, NFTs. So I, I don't really, you know, NFTs are basically like non-fungible tokens and it's like ownership of say a JPEG, literally a photo. But it's like the same thing as a Bitcoin in a way. Bitcoin's fungible because each Bitcoin's the same, but in the sense that it can be verified that you, you specifically own that photo. So even though I can like take a screenshot of it or right-click and save and send it to a million people, it's proven that you actually own it. Someone else can have it on their hard drive, uh, but you own it, right? Now, there may eventually be some sort of, you know, like Napster-like suit where you downloaded music illegally and you're somehow complicit because you have it in your hard drive and I own it. I don't think, see how that would ever be forcible. But regardless of whether you can get the exact same picture on your hard drive, I'm the owner of it. And it seems kind of trivial, like who really wants to buy a JPEG for a hundred grand that anyone else could still have? And what's the point of a JPEG? And I started reading a couple of different threads. There's this guy like 6954 or something. He's just this weird thing I saw on Twitter. Um, I started just reading these long threads about JPEGs and NFTs and what they're going to do for the world. And, you know, just as Bitcoin, if you look through the second, second order effects and third order effects, you're like, holy shit, this is going to like completely defund militaries and governments. It's going to change everything. It's not just, oh, what a good investment number go up. It's like going to revolutionize the whole world. Lightning Network, micro payments for blogs and podcasts. You know, there's just a million things you can look with Bitcoin. Well, the JPEG thing. He's like this guy. I wish I should have taken down his actual uh, handle, but it's like at 69.54 or something. You'll you'll be able to find it. I'm not sure he's right, and I don't totally understand it. But he was saying like, you know, here's just a simple thing. Like, you buy a movie ticket. You you buy your ticket to a movie at 8 p.m. on Saturday to see some new movie that's coming out. They send they email you like a, a ticket with a barcode or something with the seat and the time but like you could just have a jpeg for that you know like a non-fungible token that's like yeah i've got i own the rights to this seat at that time for that movie and, you, and then you wouldn't need it would be on a blockchain you wouldn't need the uh, movie company to have in their database this thing it would just be like you have it because you own it you have possession of it you have this thing you have ownership of he talks about trusted third parties like banks are trusted third parties. The movie theater that you bought the ticket from is a trusted third party. You're trusting that when you go there with your, with your code that you'll get in and that that's your seat. They're, they're all running these databases full of stuff. We have to be like, okay, we're going to be a ledger in their centralized database. But with these non-fungible tokens, like basically like it's just a decentralized, everybody is going to be able to prove that they have, you know, entitlement to this movie seat or whatever. And it's a very trivial example, but that when you think it through, this stuff is going to change the world. Then start talking about art, right? Like why do people pay like a hundred million dollars for a Picasso or a Rembrandt? Well, it looks beautiful. You hang it on your wall, but that's like saying gold is valuable because gold jewelry looks nice. That's not why gold is valuable. Gold is valuable because it's scarce and was accepted as money. The reason why the Rembrandt's with a hundred, think what you could buy for a hundred million dollars. Think about how much stuff you could buy, how much food you could buy, how many houses you could buy, how many cars you could buy. Right? How many trips you can take on a private jet to wherever you want with $100 million? But yet you're, you have this piece of art on your wall. There's just no way the art is good enough for that purpose. It's not the hanging on the wall. That's not what it is. And anyway, you probably keep it in a museum anyway that you donate uh, and let everybody see anyway, just like they can look at your JPEG. You have the art because it shows you can afford this art. You're, you own Your status is the dude who owns that piece of art. You're the owner of this incredible Picasso, one of his best works. You own it. Dalton Del Don, a hundred years later, owns this thing. And everyone's like, oh shit, Don Del Don has that as his collection? It's all status. It's all signaling. It's all about who you are because you own it. And the thing is like, there's nothing unique about real world art versus JPEG art in terms of status. If the thing costs a hundred mil or five mil or whatever to buy a JPEG and it's yours, they're like, oh shit, he has the original, whatever stupid ape thing they have going around. Then people are like, oh, he's got that. It's, it serves the same purpose essentially. Now I'm not going to get into like how difficult it would be to figure out which one would be valuable and which one wouldn't be, um, just as I wouldn't go to some art auction and pr- purport to like know which paintings are going to go up in value and which aren't. Like I have no idea. But that it could that some of them will be valuable, it doesn't seem so crazy.
1: Just this, I just want your, your guess on how much MBS bought uh, the Salvador Mundi uh, painting at Christie's for.
0: Oh, you mean the the Saudi prince? Yeah, not MVS, the Packers receiver. MVS, no okay. MVS, yes, because that did MVS bought you know some no. stuff
1: too.
0: I don't know, four hundred mil, four
1: hundred fifty million dollars.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah,
1: so absurd. And there's some good example about, and I and I forget it, and I'm don't gonna botch it, but. Comparing, like, would you rather look at the uh, a perfect replica of the Mona Lisa or uh, or a piece of it cut up or something? But I, I know. So, what are your thoughts on this NFT? So, like, do you think this is the future? I mean, this is. I mean, it's it's it's. I have been kind of just taking it all in, and I don't really have a strong opinion because some people are sold, other people just think it's the silliest thing ever.
0: Yeah, at first I kind of was dismissive of it, and I was like, Bitcoin's the thing; everything else is just a bunch of like scammers and opportunists, and that may be still the case. But I read this guy's thread and he seemed sincere to me. Not that that's, you know, he seemed sincere to me. I don't know for sure. And, I, and it just, I started to get it. You know, Bitcoin like kind of gets rid of the banks and the government as the trusted third party with your money. And that's massive. Uh, I mean, so massive. You can't even imagine all the effects that that would have, all the beneficial effects that would have. But like money's not the only thing, right? There's like movie tickets and there's
1: Or like a restaurant Uh, reservation, but what, so like it's a blockchain to use that. So there wouldn't, it would, the, the, the restaurant would just be involved with it. So that would just work without, I I mean, it
0: would work. Well, I mean, why do they need to have a hard drive with all this stuff? And I mean, they might want to, I mean, that's not like an important thing, but like, and this guy's other point was like these trusted third parties control your life. Right. Because if if they say you're, they didn't get your plane reservation, when you show up, you don't have a seat on that plane. You can't go. It's like in this Black box of a database that like you don't have really access to. I mean, you do like you could log in, but like I've I've had problems where I thought I had a ticket and they said no, that we never issued that or something. But it's not just that. You're the IRS, everything like that runs your life, all these things that make you do all this stuff and file forms. It's like it's all these trusted third parties with your data. If you look at the biggest one, like why is it the case that Warren Buffett has more money than me? Like, how do we know he has more money than me? Well, trusted third parties. Banks have records of his accounts and transactions and they have records of mine, right? You know, Bitcoin kind of solves that problem also. But anyway, I, I'm not saying I'm like all in or whatever, but it started to open my eyes that this, this could actually be something. And I think baseball cards are a good one that, that, you know, you and I just know. A real Mickey Mantle versus a fake Mickey Mantle or why like a Mickey Mantle from 1952 or 55 or whatever is so valuable, whereas like a card from today isn't. It's like one of them is kind of unforgeable and it has this sort of like, it's not like, particularly on the blockchain, unique, but it has that property of being like, this is provably from this set um, that there's not many left and it's an X condition. You know, it's kind of similar. Like, why does this, this picture of Mickey Mantle on a piece of cardboard have any value at all? Mm-hmm. Well, because it's authentic. It's the thing that was original at that time. And I think these JPEGs might be similar. Like, why is this stupid jpeg has value i could take a screenshot of the mickey mantle and print onto a piece of cardboard the same thing but
1: right man, No, that's I, the thing with the top shots blowing up in the nba it's like well, i can literally watch that highlight on youtube myself if i want to but they right, own the moment and, and
0: right it's like thinking about baseball card i mean there's again like if i had a, a cardboard printer and i could like just photocopy it like it wouldn't be worth as much as the one that came out of the pack in 1952 now that you have a problem with, like what if you couldn't tell the difference and then you have like a counterfeiting problem, but with the blockchain, there is no such problem with NFTs. Right. So anyway. Well, I, what I you're saying
1: is pretty, next time I go on your Twitter profile, you're going to have a, a cartoon. A bored of, ape yeah. that I paid a hundred yeah, yeah, grand for. Right.
0: No, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not like, I'm not into the trendiness of it. I just was trying to think about no, it. It's very
1: interesting. Absolutely. I'm glad you're doing a little bit of a deep dive because I've been very, uh, I've been curious and seeing where it goes. Cause like I said, I've heard, you know, real bullish cases and bearish cases too. So, but, I mean, obviously, it's here. It's here to stay. I mean, it's quite interesting, you know. Especially when you add add those. I did not thought of like the reservation aspect of that. Yeah,
0: I mean, but that's just like very trivial. But I think this goes way, way deeper. Of like things sure. you can own. I mean, how about your house, your property? You just have an NFT for your property. Like, oh yeah, I own this house, just like I own this JPEG. There's no. It's just on the blockchain. Like I have it. You know, you're gonna have to keep that on a cold storage though, and be careful with it. Yeah, so we bought
1: Bitcoin last week when it's been doing pretty
0: well. Yeah, it's over fifty-seven again. You know, for me and you, we don't really like sweat the up and downs, but it's cool. It just seems like China has like no hash rate anymore. It's all migrated to the U.S. That was part of the drop. Um, they've just completely been shut down by the second most powerful country in the world. No, no it's it's back up to near all time highs. Uh, I just think the sky's the limit. I as bullish as I've ever been. This this NFT stuff is just another aspect of this. The new world will be in, but I don't think it's a threat to Bitcoin at all.
1: Yeah, I'll, well, I'll, I'll definitely keep my eye on it and see what happens. I know a lot of people in uh in our industry are really into NFTs too, so we'll uh, we'll see. And then there's even like a whole like a whole another offshoot of like getting your own horses. You know that like there's a whole like racehorse industry of like you know breeding your, your fake NFL race horses. horses. Yeah, fake. Those, are yeah like fake. those are like the crypto kitties.
0: Those are like the crypto kitties. I mean, something's gonna catch on, something won't, and there's a limit. Signal. You wealth signal or you status signal by buying your Picasso. And everyone's like, holy shit. Because once you have a billion dollars or 500 million, like a Porsche isn't going to do it. it every, we all could buy any car. Once we have $500 million, you, you, you know, you're living in that neighborhood in Bel Air or Pacific Heights or whatever. Like the fancy car is not going to impress your neighbor very much. But the Picasso might, you know, it's like not everyone's buying a hundred mil. The football team might, you know, you buy a football team. Right. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, it seems kind of stupid to be competing in this dumb status stuff, but
1: yeah.
0: you know, but it, it does have that that effect. One last thing. I don't know if you have something, but uh, I'll, I'll let, if you have anything first,
1: oh, just silly stuff at the very, very end. Go ahead.
0: So I made a, a ten uh, part thread on Twitter today. It, you might not like. You might be somebody who's just kind of like trying to go along, and COVID sucks, and you're hoping to it ends, and you know it's unfortunate this has happened. But I just, I just put the thread out for people. I'm like, you guys know, like there's other countries that handled COVID differently. You know, that like the, the measures they took were different than the U S and they had different results. And you know, that like there's doctors prescribing different medicines and they're like actually credentialed. than on the, I mean, I'm just kind of talking to the person who's kind of like, Oh, I just want to avoid this. This seems pretty uh, fraught. and I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I just want to get my work done. Like but you know, there's other stuff than what you're seeing on the TV, right? Like, you know, the US and this whole mask debate and should kids wear masks in schools? Like, you know, there's a whole continent where no kids wear masks in school. You know that, right? Like, you know that that exists, that the world out there exists independent of what your TV is telling you. And it sort of goes down the thread. Like you obviously using a VPN, of course, did some searches on this stuff, right? I mean, you, you, you see that there's some, like, I, I just look at these people, normal people who just are like in these debates, as though this data from other countries doesn't exist, as though like other countries had totally uh, different patterns. Israel paths. has
1: like, and in the, in the, yeah, I know. They have a Israel. Sweden, of in Israel, Sweden,
0: Sweden, you know. that there's not like a police state going on in, in Australia where they're strangling a woman who didn't wear a mask on the street like this. Do you not look around? Because I see people respond to my tweets sometimes like, well, I don't know why you're coming up with this stuff and this is effective. And it's obvious that, it, that it is lockdowns what it is, work.
1: It is what it is, is people aren't, aren't searching for it. Right. But I've I'm
0: heard. like, but of course you've run into it just through my feed or someone else or some, somebody dunking on somebody or something that you at least saw like, Oh, this guy thinks this, you were just out of curiosity, not even your fault. You just couldn't help yourself clicked a few links and went down a route I mean, have you not this whole time been curious one bit outside, like what your
1: TV people told are, you? I, think and I what know you're, what you're saying, but I come across people constantly you're, that the answer is yes. The, there's what what one guy in my mentions.
0: Yes. He's a nice guy. I don't want to say <laughs> but he talks to me like what are you talking about? The interventions worked. Lockdowns were successful. It stopped the spread. I'm like, dude, you know, seasonality explains 90 percent plus of the the variation in in cases from region to region. I mean, it's all seasonality. It doesn't matter where they stop the mass out of the mass. That, that is like no correlation to it. And he's just like, well, all these interventions are proven to work. I don't see how you don't realize that. you know, it's it's like, I'm like, but how, are you not just a little bit curious? That's just a little bit, you know, Oh, I'll check out some of this stuff. I'll read about some other countries. Like there's so many countries in the world and they just overtly did different things. you just like, don't think that exists? I mean, people, I see these debates between parents on my on my Twitter feed about masking their kid in school. And I'm like, my nine-year-old has never once worn a mask in school ever. In January of 2021, we had a huge spike. We were the worst per cap in the world for a couple of weeks. We never had a mask. It never made any difference whether they were, you know, we've, in, in the end, Portugal's, probably better than the U.S. because the U.S. is pretty bad, but it's an average, it's, you know, it's not like done so well or anything. It's not done terribly, but they didn't, they had other measures in place, but they didn't mask the kids. Like the, there was no like kids outbreak. It was not like, you know, a couple of kids got, it. it wasn't like a main th- major thing, but it's like, do you not know that Portugal exists or Sweden exists or Australia exists? And Australia is like this horrible police state that they're like beating people for the greater good in, in Australia, strangling a woman on the street for their, for the greater good, for the health. I mean, it, it's just incredible to me that people just don't like they like like dude you're you argue with and these people argue on twitter they get out there and they vehemently and passionately explain what's true to everybody else and yet they're not even the slightest bit curious about what's going on in other places like maybe there's a control group relative to the US or well relative to the city you live in that's elsewhere you're not even curious about that it's just incredible to me
1: I've come across it. Yes. Consistently (laughs) myself as well. Yeah, I know. What Um, is that?
0: What is that? Like you just don't even, I understand if you just don't want to think about it, your head is down and you just don't want to think about it. Okay. That's some denial uh, in a major world event, but fine. That's your choice. You're a free person, but you're actually arguing about this. You're making assertive points. It's not like you're just keeping your head down and your mouth shut. You're actually like making huge declarations of what's true. And yet you're not even, you haven't even looked. It's just, it's incredible to me. It's just incredible.
1: I have tried to take your advice as far as like, uh, you know, treat information like your diet and try to, you know, get rid of the stuff that's not good for you. I I've I've attempted to do that for what it's worth. I don't know if that's exactly what you were saying, but I was saying uh, that. I was exactly saying that. How's that, how's
0: that treating you? Do you feel more relaxed? Yeah,
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah. It has been better for my, my health. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just more relaxed is right.
0: And don't you feel like, I always feel more emboldened because I feel like, oh yeah, everybody knows this shit. Like, even though there's like a tidal wave of of like total bullshit on the other side of it, I'm like, oh yeah, I can speak the truth because everybody I see, you know, knows something's fucked up about this. But I do think that, in the thread is basically like, I know a lot of you know. And I know you want to pretend you don't know because it's very stressful to know what's actually going on, to really contemplate the extent of what's going on. If it's true, it's very, very scary and stressful. And it's a lot of anxiety. Even if you don't know who the people are, you don't want to speculate on the specific conspiracy or you don't have to do that. Just know that something is so off that like this can't be about public health, given all the contradictions. And you know out there, you know, I mean, you listen to this podcast, you already know, but I mean... People on Twitter, normies, like normal people, you know, unless you're just totally haven't looked, you know, you've been curious and checked some shit out and you know, something's not right. You know, Sweden exists. You know, what's going on in Australia. You know, that's just not about public health and you can pretend you don't know, but you do know, and you're just better off facing that shit, ripping the bandaid off and being like, okay, I know this shit. How, how, what do I need to do? What can I do? What's the best thing I can do? You know, to say something, speak up, feel like at least like I'm not complicit in this.
1: No. Yeah. Um, All um, right.
0: That, we've only got a couple of minutes, what do you got for us? Take, take it out something. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> okay.
1: Well, let's start with a, a positive. My daughter is now three for three in her cross country races. She won. Uh, yeah. She won her third cross country uh, race half mile. It's 800 meters. So uh, very, very, uh, pump sending you videos of her yeah, um, pretty, and, uh, pretty good. you know, this is, this was revealed like la- last week, like the day we started recording, we had to rush off, but you know, me and my morbid ways, uh, the Zodiac killer may have been revealed by some online sleuths. I know this is not a pure alley list, but you just got to bear with me some craziness though. Uh, like, if it really is the Zodiac killer who had died like two years ago, the guy was commenting on a uh, message like uh, film reviews saying Ted Bundy was overrated. And some guy on Facebook was posing pictures with him and literally said like my good buddy, the Zodiac killer and I sharing a brewski together. It's like, it's unreal. It's really funny. It's Real a, not funny, but it's like, what? Like what he mean? Really wrote that in 2018. He's like Zodiac question mark, my good buddy, the old man. He's like sharing a brew together. It's like, what? Anyway, yeah. Is yeah. the guy who,
0: who was who was posted that still alive, still around?
1: Yeah, no, I, everyone's like, what is up with this? And I, I'm still trying to figure out, yeah, that guy's still around 100%. Oh, yeah. um,
0: I, I got one other crazy conspiracy thing for you, but go okay, ahead, dude, finish ahead. your
1: okay. thing. The last one I just want to say is that there was this other Invisible Monsters serial killer uh, documentary that came out. Um, so this was tied all together. And of all the crazy things, this one may stand out. Jeffrey Dahmer, obviously everyone knows who Jeffrey Dahmer is, <laughs> supposedly didn't make a personal phone call over a five-year span. Please think about that for a minute. This was before emails, so right. a five-year period—not a call in, not a call out to any real other man. human being. I mean, real man. Is, real man doesn't just, doesn't use the dude, telephone. That is his next level. Anyway, go ahead. Liz. Well, he didn't have any friends, I guess. Yeah. I uh, guess, yeah. Well,
0: so. So, okay, I totally forgot about this. I, I hope this, the phone, the Iowa call doesn't come in while I'm trying to finish this. But remember four years ago, there was that Vegas shooting. Like the guy just in the Mandalay Bay, he just shot like, it's like one of the worst mass shootings there's ever. A, there's a
1: thread on Twitter. I follow that guy. Okay, Did you go to the Reddit just, one? So this one was similar, like, but yeah,
0: okay, so I read no. this on Reddit. weirdest
1: thing ever. I don't understand. It's like it. nobody it ever
0: followed that. up the guy's motive. Nobody does that. People shoot up a post office because they worked at the post office. They hated their coworkers. People shoot up a school. It's like revenge. They're outcasts. Nobody just opens a window and kills 50 people. That just does not happen. There's no, there's just, oh, he went crazy and killed those people. Why? There, there was no motive. The, the guy was like a little weird, but he wasn't like, it, it just had made no sense. So I read this, i someone, got down the street. Someone bought all little, the
1: guns afterward too. donate like a bunch of, bunch of guns. Oh, they
0: destroyed the guns, I think. But anyway, the uh-huh. point is they destroyed the guns. But anyway... This is the theory this guy had. So in 2017, apparently the Saudi family was feuding with each other. And there's like the third in line versus the top two in line. I think the top two, I'm probably botching this a bit, but I'm just doing it from memory. Where, you remember the Mandalay Bay, uh, the Four Seasons Hotel is inside the Mandalay Bay. Like I've actually been there. It's on like the right. top couple of floors of the Mandalay Bay. So apparently, I guess this guy says that the Saudi family was having this big party in the Four Seasons. and And the guy who's third wanted to assassinate them. There was also some, because there was some other beef going on in the, and Trump was dealing with it, it was the administration, something, I don't know all the details. Anyway, you can't just go kill them. There's a lot of security, like that family. It's, it's like, it's, it's the serious. So they had the guy, apparently was just the gun dealer. He just, and that's why he brought so many guns. And they had also like barricaded the elevators. That's why the cops took so long. Oh, and so long. Yeah. So, and, so, and so basically, but apparently, this is what this guy says. That someone in the, you know intelligence in the Trump administration got wind of the plot and sent, you know, got word to like the guys upstairs to like thwart it. And they went down and they like killed a couple of the guys that were getting the guns and killed the gunmen, But like, there was no way to like explain this. And so they basically bashed out some windows and shot a bunch of people to make it look like just a crazy person. The FBI shows up there like, this is intelligence, get rid of the bodies because there were like way too many guns for this too. So again, I'm not going to vouch for this. This is this is is a conspiracy theory, but the idea yeah, was. I did not was, see the
1: Reddit was, one. I did not. See so the so
0: you got to check out the Reddit link. And this again, third in line son died in like a helicopter crash, like a, a couple of weeks later, and they were like that was retaliation for the the plot. So again, I have no idea about any of this like Saudi family stuff, but I read this on Reddit and I thought, I'm not sure. I have no idea if that's true but at least it's an explanation of why that guy was, there were so many guns, he no motive. It was just a cover up. They just like made this guy seem like this crazed gunman. And then, and then basically just bury this whole thing, this whole situation.
1: I saw footage of a, of a girl getting on the news too, saying some girl ran up to me in the middle, uh, before the concert, like an hour and before. And said, we're all going to die. Said, You're all going to die tonight. Yeah, yeah.
0: But that's really weird too, because if 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 my ridiculous story is true, she would not, no one down there would have known, yeah, maybe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, who knows yeah. i'm not saying it's true i'm just saying it's the first story that at least like had like here's what happened and here's why and i'm i'm sure i botched it but you can go to the Reddit thread and uh and check it out all right anything else man we'll, we'll no, finalize pretty, tomorrow pretty, pretty, pretty morbid ending pretty pretty morbid yeah.
1: ending i uh we'll go over our teams yeah go over our picks tomorrow and then survivor yeah hopefully we get some clarity on daniel jones's health yeah all right man good stuff all right Make man it easy good to stuff do. later, later. take care later, man.